Well, hello, and welcome back to another scary, scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LaBooth, and I got some scary, scary stuff for you today. <laughs> all right, man, I hope you all have been enjoying the show so far. Before I get going too far on the show, I want to give a shout out to the new listener we got. Uh, she said she liked the show. She said thanks to me now, she probably won't go swimming in creeks or lakes and stuff for a while. You know, because she's a new listener and I try to go with uh, whatever the season is. That's what I try to talk about, you know, haunting stuff according to that. So since it's spring, that's why I'm doing lakes and stuff and summertime i might who knows this year i might just do some haunted water parks that'd be pretty cool yeah i might do that for a summertime Whew. but anyways just want to say thanks she's our new listener welcome aboard man all right guys and i want to say thank you uh we keep growing in numbers and stuff so hoorah man i love it i love it i love it it's awesome awesome just uh thank you thank you it's just very awesome that uh, I'm doing this out of my house and I get heard like around the world. It's pretty crazy, pretty crazy. But yeah, I got some more good stuff for you today. I got a lake in Georgia to talk about. And I got the lakes, some lakes and rivers of Florida that are pretty haunty. <laughs> so, hope you don't mind, but uh, yeah, we're going to be doing the lakes for a while. Pretty scary. I'm the same way. If I'm out there swimming, that's why I don't like going at night. I used to when I was younger. But the older I am, I'm turning to a big puss. And, yeah, I get scared easier now. And I don't want to be out there. And, you know, Jason comes out from the lake and gets me. Or, you know, you know, anything could happen. Creature could grab you. Anything. It's just, yeah, I don't do that at night. I really, uh... I'll go swimming in lakes and stuff if it's around a bunch of people, but I ain't going to go out there by myself. <laughs> but anyways, thank you very much, guys, for listening. And keep telling your friends about it, and uh, let's keep this ship going forward, man. I think it's pretty awesome. But anyways, let's get on with our first story. So you know what that means. It's time to buckle up. Get yourself a nice warm blanket. Get you some coffee. Or water, or some hot cocoa, or some tea. Just sit back, relax, and uh, get ready for some scary stories, man. Our first story is Lake Lanier in Georgia. Lake Lanier. Lake Lanier is one of the most controversial lakes in the United States. It's also one of the most haunted too. Built on top multi-sunken communities and cemeteries, <coughs> the lakes still attract tragedies of all kinds. Its dark past and ghost reputation or ghostly reputation have been the topics of dozens of podcasts and hundreds of news stories around the world. Huh. Our true crime 
obsessed society likes to shine a blinding spotlight on the haunting murky waters this time of year. But the area twisted uh, racial the area's twisted racial past perhaps is the most haunted aspect of all. As seen some much deserved attention in recent years. Let's dive right into it. <laughs> Lake Lanier and its history and folklore that keep many people away while millions of others visit every year. So, basically the lure and the history and the ghostly activities there is really what attracts everybody. Just how creepy is the lake? Since its creation in the 1950s, there have been nearly 700 deaths, deaths, many of which are strange, unexplained, and unsolved. About 200 of those deaths have occurred since 1994, and at least seven of those people have been found. But still, the lake attracts somewhere between 8 to 10 million visitors annually depending on your source and it's uh generates about and it generates about five, about 5 million dollars in revenue according to the uh local county chamber who also says it's the most popular corpse lake in America too wow that'd be i don't know if I'd want to have that tag okay in 1946, Congress approved the River and Harbors Act, which aimed to bolster waterways across the country. Among the approved projects was $45 million for the uh, yet-to-be-named Lake Lanier. And the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers built, built Lake Sydney Lanier in conjunction with the Buford Dam. Buford, the growing metro metropolitan, the growing uh, city of Atlantis needed a Atlantis, the <laughs> growing city of Atlanta needed a water source and a hydro uh, hydraulic power, and they they needed a water source and hydraulic power, and they wanted to help save communities from constant flooding by the. Chattahoochee River, named after Sidney Lanier, a writer, poet, musician, and Confederate Army veteran. Lake Lanier sits roughly 400 miles northeast of Atlanta between Georgia, between the towns of towns of Cumming, Cumming, or yeah, Cumming and Gainesville and Buford. <laughs> All right, back in the day, they had a real bad problem with some of these major rivers and places uh, flooding everything downstream. Every time they, you know, would have lots of rain, they'd flood. So what they did back in the day, they did went to all these um, rivers and they picked certain spots where they would, you know, build their lake. Because once you dam that river up that section, it's going to start damming up and collect right there and make a huge lake. So... They had to estimate where the water was going to hit and all that. So what what they had to do was a lot of these communities were right in the way of where the uh, lake was going to be. So 
they had to move. And uh, what they did, a lot of these uh, lakes, because I know the Possum Kingdom Lake here, there's a city in it at the bottom. Because a lot of a lot of times they just left the buildings. People moved out, but they just left the buildings. So, yeah. So that's what they did back then. And the reason they did all these dams, and there's a lot. I know here in Texas, the Brazos River, I live, uh, I live a pretty good ways from it. Not that far. Probably 30 minutes away. You know, but um, it's just crazy how uh, there's there can be that much water. You know, if the dams weren't there, they'd be flooded so much. But anyways, I got sidetracked. That's why they did what they did to do that. That's why we have the PK Lake, like I said, and then the Brazos River ain't that far from my house. And there's probably, there's PK Lake, Granberry Lake, Waco, um... It goes all the way down to the coast, and there's probably, oh, I don't know how many dams in that section. So, you imagine if one of them dams busted, everything downstream would be fricked up. All right, we were just talking about this, too. Sorry, I had to get a drink if you heard that slurping. All right, what lies beneath the lake? <coughs> The lake's creation was controversial from the start because no one argued on what it was to be used for. 56% of the budget was allotted to design and construction. And 44% was spent scooping up the necessary land and relocating families and businesses and churches that thrived in the land now under the Lake Lanier. During the five years it took to fill the lake, God dang, that's a lot of time. Five years, but it's a big lake too. Uh, where was that? Lake Lanier. During the five years of its uh, taking it to fill the lake, the U.S. government accumu- accumulated 50,000 acres of farmland, displaced 250 families, Or yeah, 250 families through one account says it was more like 700 families and 15 businesses. They also relocated 20 cemeteries in the the process. Many of these structures, buildings, roads that uh, that were flooded during the lake's creation were left as is. Divers find eerie relics of streets, walls, and houses like an abandoned ghost town on the lake's bottom. Discovery Channel, the Discovery a Discovery Channel show called Expedition X proved to the exact thing that they came to prove something that was there. There are 20 cemeteries with headstones and graves still at the bottom of the lake that were never removed. Ooh, that's messed up. The uh, ancestors of the uh, disrespected populations were never relocated. These, uh, the thus springing many stories of haunted, of the lake being haunted. (coughs) 
Okay, we're going to go right here to the lake's creation. From, or we kind of started on it. From 1912, from, uh, from 1912 to the lake's creation. In the 1920s and 30s, there was a forcing out of black people in mass transavering of their land by and into white people. Beginning in the 1950s, the, the now almost entirely white community saw the land's value grow fast as the Atlanta population was. The flooded waters, the flooded waters flooded. The dam's construction began to split up communities. Neighbors now lived to get, neighbors now lived long drives away instead of just a walk. But the community's grief, hardship, and fear became the subside once people, came to subside once people warmed up to the idea and light, and were more lighthearted lakes of the uh, lakeside activity and saw that the corpse wasn't going uh, anywhere. In fact, trolley loads of people from nearby areas started swimming in the lake before it was even finished. Swimmers would uh, snag their clothes on the tops of trees and then and reach up to the uh, as they reached up to the surface. So yeah, well you got to figure there were still trees, there were still trees down there probably that they didn't, you know, there's it's like they said a ghost town. Uh, okay. All right, let me get my other notes and see what else I can. But y'all to go look this lake up. It's pretty freaking big. I'm going to get over here, look at my other notes, and see what they say about the ghostly stuff that happens. We've already gone over what lies beneath. Yeah, this one even says there's still barns and uh, all sorts of wooden structures down there. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see where they can see if there's any 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 more th any more about being ghost. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> okay, the watery sightings of the Lady of the Lake. Over the years, divers have reported creepy sightings beneath the murky waters. Some tell stories of freaky catfish as big as a Volkswagen. YouTube is filled with divers showing videos of sunken houseboats and piles of debris. Between 1994 and October of this year, 203 people have died in drownings and boating accidents at Lake Lanier. According to Mark McCann, McCann, McKinnon, Mark McKinnon of the Georgia Department of Natural Resources, and in 2017, longtime diver Buck, Buc uh, Buck Buchanan told local told the local media that he sometimes felt felt body parts in the lake during his many uh, excursions. You reached out into the dark, and you feel an arm or a leg, and it doesn't move. He said. <laughs> that would creep me the hell out right there. But that is but that has not affected the lake's popularity. <laughs> about 
about 12 million visitors last year came to Lake Lanier, and Lake Lanier was one of the most visited uh, lakes in the uh, nation. Lake Lanier's size and popularity contributed to the tall tales, and its high vegetation rate means more fatalities. While we recognize the urban legends can develop over time, first and foremost, it first and foremost is our concern of public safety. He said, "So we certainly do not want to create an event, uh, ev- an inventing atmosphere for the curious to come out to the Lake Lanier for an urban legend ex- exploration or similar risky acts." One of Lake's, Lake Lanier's most uh, popular urban legend involves a car wreck, according to, according to the story. A Ford sedan carrying two women veered off a bridge in April of 1958 and tumbled into the lake. Some say the ghost of one of the women dumped the dubbed the uh, Lady of the Lake, wanders the bridge at night in a blue dress and is lo- uh, lost and restless. Hey, at least this one's a, a lady in a blue dress. Usually it's a lady in white. All right, guys. Well, that's going to cover Lake Lanier. All right. Now we're going to go over some haunted lakes of Florida. These ought to be pretty good. Alright. Our first one we're going to talk about is the Swanee River in White Springs, Florida. There are many true ghost stories surrounding the Swanee River running through Florida. But the most terrifying tale is that is the tale of this is that of a young boy. Legend has it that the boy was the youngest of six children. And, uh... Okay. Anyways, he was the youngest of six children and burdened by experience. His father drowned him in the river during a fishing trip. Since then, the children has... The child has been haunting the river, seeking friends to spend eternity with him. In 2009, a six-year-old boy jumped into the river near Bell. While trying to rescue the child, his stepmom felt something drag him both drag them both into the water. After su- successfully escaping it, she saw a pale child watching them from the bank. He watched the child while she was. Uh, rescue while she rescued her uh, stepson but then after that he disappeared when the boy uh, breathed on his own so when her stepson came back and was breathing that boy disappeared he was waiting for a friend unfortunately there are many who did who did end up with the end up with this uh, Swanee River's young young boy's ghost so be careful when you're tagging any when you're tagging any kids along. Our next one is.
the Chattawachi River in Carryville. If you want to come face to face with a ghost, with a ghost, head to the swampy Byton Island near Holmes Creek in Washington County. At the very least, you'll hear uh, Mossy Moses Boyden play his uh, fiddle and and call dances to uh, to group up to a group of spiritual dancers so they'll see the spirit of this guy playing his fiddle and he calls dances you know for to spiritual dancers that are there that'd be i'd probably run if i seen that i'd be like i'm out of this shit bye 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 guys i'm out of here nope nope <sighs> but moss is moss is but moss is is one of the few gentle ghosts on lake Chattawachi. I mean, on on the Chattawachi River, there are many violent entities, especially near these swamps. In 2011, a young man panicked when his kayak hit a floating body. Leaning to look, he was uh, shocked to see the rotting corpse latch onto his paddle, or paddle to tumble him into the water. Barely keeping his balance, he let go of the paddle and shouted for help. The water crew calm the water crew calmly or calm instant instantly and the ghost was gone. Wow. See that would creep me the freak out if I was sitting there uh, you know, just minding my own business, just kayaking along and this freaking ghost grabs my freaking paddle, I'd be so oh god. Yeah. That would be some shit right there. Woo! All right, our next one is the Withalocha, the Withalocha River, in the Green Swamp east of Polk City. Look at any picture of the Withalocha River, and the first thing you'll notice is calm water. How calm its water is. But anyone who spends long periods there will tell you that it isn't always true. A woman hiking with her dog suddenly noticed the calm water forth and grovel uh, nearby. One of her dogs ran to the bank to investigate and was suddenly pulled under the uh, surface. She swam quickly to save him expecting to come face to face with an alligator instead she saw a child missing a chunk of his nose and an arm dragging her dog in the and an arm dragging her dog she herself reportedly dragged was dragged she herself was reportedly dragged under by another boy somewhat older and missing two limbs while the dog did not make it she managed to survive to write about this in her blog. According to the Post, the locals believe that there is that these are the victims of the alligators that was that of the al, was a victim of of the alligators that once swarmed the area. Mm. Well, that would be true because you know you get close to the water and pow, them gators get you. 
Next, we're doing the Chipola River in Jackson County. The Chipola River is considered one of the most haunted rivers in Florida because of the ghost. Okay. Because of the ghost of Bellamy Bridge. Spanning the river in the north of Marina, the still frame bridge is forever home to Elizabeth Jane Bellamy. Hours after her wedding, the dress of the young bride of Dr. Samuel C. Bellamy caught on fire. No, wait a minute. How'd the fucking dress catch on fire? Sorry for that, but they just... How did you go from having your wedding dress to it catching on fire? She died a few days later and was buried near the river. After the bridge was built, Elizabeth was, Elizabeth was constantly seen walking aimlessly in the surrounding swamps. Even if you don't see the ghostly bridge, you may come across the paranormal, some paranormal activity. Some people have reported seeing a ball of seeing a ball of flame descending through the uh, bridge's frame and white lights in the surrounding swamps. But that's weird. It still don't explain why the hell her dress just poof, caught on fire out of the blue. <clears throat> All right, the next one we're doing is the Alpha, the Alfea River in Lath. Lathia, Lathia. The Alafia <laughs> uh, River may be famous for bass, bluegill, and catfish. But there's also a chance that you may catch something else or be caught yourself. While fishing the south prog of the river, a man noticed the water go, uh, growing darker around the line. Leaning in, he was hit by the by rancid smell of blood. While looking for the source of the blood, he saw a pair of eyes blinking before him, falling into the river. After being saved by a nearby passenger, the man claimed that a pair of cold hands encircled him and pulled him uh, deeper. Scratches around his neck and... His abdomen confirmed that both men could not fit with uh, fit what dragged him or saw any blood any or saw any blood around. So basically, when they got there to to help him, they didn't see anything. No blood around. No evidence of anybody pulling them in except what their bodies look like. That would see that's creepy shit. Ugh. All right, now we're gonna go with the Peace River. In Polk County. Contrary to its name. Oh. Peace River. Would uh, would not offer any peace. Especially if you're sensitive to the paranormal. Many have seen the ghost of Native Americans. Glaring at them. A local newspaper claims that she belongs to one of the tribes. That lived near the river's banks in the early 1500s. However, not much is uh, known about him. The piers are especially dangerous after sunset. Excuse me. In addition to uh, code spots, people report hearing footsteps running behind them. A woman claims that her water cooler started lifting before hurling it towards her. 
So be very careful. See, that would make me not ever want to go to that place if I got something thrown at me. God, that's just weird stuff. It'd creep me out for sure. Now, if I butcher this one up, I'm very sorry. It's a river in Tallahassee. It's the Och the Ochalokne River. This river became one of the most haunted rivers in Florida relatively recent. While kayaking with his uh, child, a young man hit what he uh, presumed to be a giant log. The alligator began hitting the side of the kayak until the child fell into the water. The father rushed to save the boy, but it was too late. Oh, man. Locals say that he went to the child. What? That he held the child's body, that he held on to the child's body until the authorities found two bodies a week later. Oh, man. So that father wouldn't let go. I don't blame him. If you ever go kayaking down the river, especially near Supachupi, you may hear him yell, ever, yell or even see him. But if he asks you about his son, don't tell him the truth that you, the truth, or say you don't know. Several people felt as if they were choke, they were choking while the ghost cried and mumbled, "I'm sorry." Wow. Now we're going to do the Santa Fe River in Brantford. The Santa Fe Santa Fe River is home to the ghost of of a woman from the Spanish colonial era. Legend has it that the that she planned to elope with her lover and abandoned her husband and two girls. But when he rejected her, she shot him and ran back home. Crazed, she drowned her daughters in the Santa Fe River and ended her own life in the uh, Santa Fe River. Okay, so she uh, ended her kids' life and hers. And let's keep reading. Now she roams the banks of the river, screaming and crying loudly. Men, however, should, should beware. Sworn by one, she tends to attack males viciously. So if you see a woman in a, in a flowing white gown, run. Don't ask for her help. Now, this story right here reminds me of the, <coughs> is it, uh, what's the one they tell her in Texas, uh, La Lura, Laura, or whatever? That one kind of goes like this one. The La Lura story goes, she, uh, what was it? She was married. And had uh, two kids and was married to this fella and something, I don't know, something something happened where she killed herself and her daughters and they say she rose up and down. But that, that legend is told in Mexico too, so. But that's still a creepy story, the Santa Fe River one is. River one is. Now we're going to go do the uh, Miami River. The Miami River is one of the most infamous haunted rivers in Florida. Ask anyone, mainly the residents of uh, Flagler and River Drive. 
and they'll warn you to never talk around, to never walk around alone after sunset. The older neighborhood near the muddy part of the river is especially bustling with uh, paranormal activity at night. And unless you are in a sturdy boat, avoid the remote parts of the river. The angry ghost of a murdered servant girl is known to drag people to a watery death. A woman, a woman almost lost her finance to a ghost wrath. Oh, almost lost her life to a ghost wrath. Five years later. Till this day, she remembers the crazy laugh she heard as she uh, struggled to live. And our last one is the Halifax River in Daytona Beach. Residents of Residents of Daytona Beach reported seeing two ghosts around Halifax River, a man and a woman. Legend has it that that the woman threw herself and her unborn child into the river after receiving news of her lover's death. When he returned for her, he found out about the death and followed suit. Despite their tragic death, these these uh, ghosts are very violent. The woman is especially hostile towards couples. A hiker saw his fiance levitate as if not, as if something lifted her by her neck. He threw empty punches as he could see nothing uh, holding her up. That would be crazy. The woman tumbled to the ground after she fainted but the worst uh, was far from over the man felt nails digging into his abdomen and then the slash towards his uh, thighs had another person not passed by they would have bled to death that's fucking crazy see I don't know how to react to getting attacked by something that would make me pee my pants yes well, I'm sorry this one was a little short, but I hope you still enjoyed it today, guys. Just want to say thank you and watch out the waterways now. I know it's springtime. People are going to get ready to start getting on the lake and swimming, so just watch out now. I hope you enjoyed it today. I'm going to keep covering some more lakes and <coughs> all that. And who knows, when summer's here, I might just cover some water parks. What do you say to them apples? <laughs> all right, guys. I hope you have a great, uh, great weekend, and uh, thank you for uh, listening, and uh, thank you for uh, letting me, uh, letting me, thank you for uh, doing the change with me and changing this to Saturdays instead of Wednesdays. I know I did it for three years on Wednesday, but this year with Jackson's baseball and stuff, it's been kind of kicking my booty, so... And I still want to keep doing it every week because I enjoy doing it. So, but you guys enjoy. I love you. I like you. Keep listening. Be scary now. But this has been Stephen LeBooth with Ghost Stories Told from the South. We will see you later, my friends. <laughs> and don't forget, go check me out on uh, Facebook on Ghost Stories Told from the South, too. Until then, see you later. Bye-bye.